Hello and welcome. I'm Thomas Jelly, and today it is my pleasure to be with my friend and former colleague, John Friedman. John is currently the Managing Director for ESG and Sustainability at Grant Thornton in the US. He's also a Corporate Responsibility author, author of Managing Sustainability, First Steps to First Class. John, thank you for joining me. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Thomas, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. John, I'd like to start off towards the early parts of your career, what was the first role in which you felt you were contributing to sustainability? The first role goes back to 1999 or 2000 when I was working for the North American subsidiary to a French multinational firm. And there were a number of projects I worked on in my role, which was a communications role. This new idea came over from the parent company, the concept of corporate responsibility. Back then, it wasn't about the name. It was more about trying to change how the company did business, and in particular with um, some environmental commitments relating to emissions reductions, restoration, and reducing the company's overall footprint, environmental footprint, and trying to translate this program that was coming from Europe to the U.S., not just changing the language, but the context and the framework around it I don't know why, but somehow I recognize this as a real culture change. And so I applied a culture change model to it, tying it to the business strategy, trying to invest employees at all levels and all disciplines within the company, observable results, and engaging with the stakeholders around the business that make a business a success. As a result, the program in North America took off, actually exceeded the targets that were set by the European parent company, And so that grew to a multinational way of doing the program. So that's how I first got involved with it. I mean, honestly, by accident. John, you've been in the thick of corporate sustainability for several decades. Which part of your work do you think has been the most meaningful? I think the most meaningful part has been recognizing that this is not an ancillary nice to have, but rather something that does tie in with the business. If you look at the evolution over time, things from marketing to cost-based marketing designed to appeal to the, the, the largest customer segment to strategic philanthropy, each phase of the evolution has been bringing the efforts more and more in line with the actual business strategy. So I look at it and the way I frame it is not how can the business become more ESG focused, but how can an ESG focus enable the business to achieve its articulated and desired outcomes more efficiently, more effectively, engaging its employees so that they bring their best every day and taking advantage of the fact that the capitalist system is this hugely profitable way of solving problems that can truly go to scale. The power of capitalism as the most efficient and effective economic means that humans have come up with to reduce poverty, improve quality of life, increase longevity, and leverage that power to an example that isn't exploitative of the environment or people, whether it's simply being inequitable or truly exploiting people. Throughout your time in sustainability, what's been your theory of change working with organizations on the inside? My theory of change is it's easier to show them what ESG or sustainability efforts can do to help achieve the established goals 
and vision of a company than to try to change the goals and visions of an organization. That said, once you're successful and you start building this, you do have that effect on a business because they move away from thinking about what they make, whether it's goods or services, and start to think about what they do that is the impact of their goods and services on people's lives and the manner in which they do that. So it does have that cultural change effect, which today is critical as we talk about the great rethink. I don't consider it a great resignation because many of the people who are leaving the workforce aren't actually leaving the workforce. They're going to other companies or even going off to be entrepreneurial on their own. They're giving up on the business or the organization that they're with because they don't see it reflecting their values and allowing them to apply their values in their day-to-day work. John, thinking about the work you've done helping organizations to achieve their current strategies with the added benefits of sustainability and ESG, could you give a real-life example where you've really contributed to that happening in an organization? Sure. So I was working for a building materials company, and in several of the locations, there was a long delay between when we delivered the materials and when we were paid. The day's sales outstanding. And as people in business know, the longer that gap is, the less profitable. And so we created a program to encourage customers to pay faster through cost savings and environmental savings. The first was a cost savings. We educated our truck drivers when they delivered uh, a load to the client. When they delivered the bill of lading, they would ask one simple sentence. Do you have anything for me to take back to the shop? I'll save you a stamp. And that simple cost savings encouraged the clients to pay faster. An extension of that was our tree saving effort, which got them to electronic billing and electronic payment, which as most people understand is much faster. So these were ways that we were solving the business problem using environmental cost savings to the client, making life easier for the client, putting their best interests aligning with the company's best interests. And we took day sales outstanding over 90 days to under 30 days in several locations, which increased their profitability. John, thank you. What are you seeing at the moment? What sort of trends and how do you think they're going to evolve? Well, I I use the, the, the concept of Batman and Bruce Wayne to explain this because for a long time, the concept was you work by day and you do good on the evenings and the weekends. And these were two separate endeavors. Batman Bruce Wayne was sort of the example of that until you recognize that the good that Batman is doing is really countering the damage done by Wayne Enterprises. A couple quick examples. I promise I won't go too deep into this, but the Joker was literally created by falling into a vat of toxic chemicals at Wayne Enterprises. What better example of an environmentally uh, irresponsible company creating a problem, which then in a separate life, they then go and solve. It's the same thing as if you were to offer your company employees an opportunity to go clean a local park. They might feel good about that, but how would they feel if the material, the litter and trash they were picking up had your corporate name and logo on it? They would realize that you're only solving a problem that you're creating. And people don't want that anymore. They want that their work is a contribution to society and to the environment and the manner in which it's done. Look at it another way. 
if Bruce Wayne had been more vigilant, Batman would not have had to be a vigilante. John, to wrap up, what burning question do you still have? My burning question is, how long will it take until we don't refer to sustainability, we don't refer to corporate responsibility or corporate social responsibility, we don't even refer to ESG, we just call this business. If you think about the, the example of safety, everyone's safety is everyone's job. Being a responsible, ethical corporation is everyone's job. Not just the people in accounting or in HR or in marketing and PR or in strategy, but every place within the organization. John, thank you. It's been a pleasure having you. It's been a pleasure.